Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Do you ever have that moment where you step back and think about how something you use every day actually works? More specifically, have you ever wondered how the heck computers actually communicate wirelessly? Well, that's exactly the question we're going to tackle in today's podcast. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly, all streamed instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com slash QDT. That's netflix.com slash QDT. Okay, first, let's cover some of the basics. Wi-Fi stands for Wireless Fidelity and is the same thing as saying WLAN, which stands for Wireless Local Area Network. Wi-Fi works off of the same principle as other wireless devices. It uses radio frequencies to send signals between devices. Now, these radio frequencies are completely different, say, from walkie-talkies, car radios, cell phones, and weather radios. For example, your car stereo receives frequencies in the kilohertz and megahertz range, AM and FM stations, and Wi-Fi transmits and receives data in the gigahertz range. To break this down even further, hertz, abbreviated HZ, is simply a unit of frequency. Let's say you're standing on a pier watching the waves come in. As you look down at the waves, you can see the crest of each wave roll on by. If you counted how many seconds between each wave crest, this would be the frequency of the waves. So if the time between each crest was one second, that would mean that the wave frequency was one hertz, or one cycle per second. Let's compare sea waves to megahertz and gigahertz. These waves are moving at one million and one billion cycles per second in the air. And in order to receive the information found in these waves, your radio receiver needs to be set to receive waves of a certain frequency. For Wi-Fi, this frequency happens to be 2.4 GHz and 5 GHz. These waves are very, very similar to the frequency found in your microwave. Your microwave uses 2.450 GHz to heat up food, and your router uses 2.412 GHz to 2.472 GHz to transmit your data over Wi-Fi. This is why some people with old or faulty microwaves experience a problem with their Wi-Fi signal when they try to make popcorn. Just to clear up a popular misconception, these waves are non-ionizing radiation. That means that they do not cause cancer. That's right, kids. Microwaves will not make you radioactive and glow in the dark. I mentioned before that Wi-Fi uses both 2.4 GHz and 5 GHz frequencies. Generally, older devices only have 2.4 GHz because that was the standard before 5 GHz came out. But whether you are in the 2.4 GHz range or the 5 GHz range, there will be a set of channels your router will communicate on. These channels are on slightly different frequencies from one another, and they allow multiple routers to communicate in the same area without causing a lot of traffic. Just picture yourself driving down a freeway. If there was only one lane, it would cause a traffic jam. Both multiple lanes, traffic flows smoothly. You've probably noticed that you don't have to worry about setting channels or anything when it comes to connecting to Wi-Fi. That's because this is usually set up automatically when you connect to your router. Your computer and your router will work out the details between them. 
Okay, now just for your reference, 2.4 gigahertz has around 12 channels, and 5 gigahertz has around 30 channels. I say around because the number of channels is dictated by the country that you're in. Thanks again to Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting the Tech Talker podcast. You can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed to you instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I am a huge fan of Netflix. They have a ton of stuff that I can watch, and especially if you're like me and you're a sci-fi fan, there's so many shows that you can watch on demand on Netflix. Just to name a few, you can watch past seasons of Supernatural, Walking Dead, MI5, Lost, X-Files, Warehouse 13, Buffy, Charmed, and even Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. It's awesome because you don't have to change DVDs, you don't have to worry for anything to come in the mail, you don't have to go to the store and buy anything, it's just right there at your fingertips and it's so easy. Heck, even all the movies on there, if it saves you from going to the movies one time during a month, it's paid for itself. So go check them out today and use quickanddirtytips.com offers to get a free 30-day trial. That's quickanddirtytips.com offers for a free 30-day trial of Netflix instant streaming. So now we know that radio waves can fly through the air and pass through a lot of things on their way to your router and your wireless device. These waves are also high in frequency, which allows them to carry a lot more data than most other radio frequencies. This high speed and high capacity is what allows you to watch Netflix on your smartphone and laptop while being several rooms away from your router. But the real magic of Wi-Fi has to do with the processing that happens on the end of your Wi-Fi chip. Each device's Wi-Fi chip converts zeros and ones into radio waves to be sent out unto their destination, while at the same time converting a steady stream of zeros and ones into data that your device can interpret as email, web pages, or anything else that you do on the web. Let's take a look at a standard wireless router that has a transfer speed of 54 megabits per second. Now that's megabits per second, which is about eight times different than megabytes. As I've mentioned before, a bit consists of a one or a zero. At any given point while you're using a wireless device, your wireless chip is transferring and receiving 54 million ones or zeros in a single second. That would be about 13,000 pieces of paper if printed out. Needless to say, it's pretty impressive. These ones and zeros are the same signals that your wireless device would send if it were directly connected to your network with a wire. At this point, your router considers your device to be exactly like any other device on the network. All of the communication is the same. Your router just has to decide whether or not to send the signal over a wire or wirelessly using its radio. So to sum it all up, when you use your laptop, all of your internet traffic is converted into ones and zeros, which is then sent to your device's wireless chip. From there, your wireless chip converts the ones and zeros into a radio frequency. Your router receives the signal and converts it back to ones and zeros, and then back into the traffic from your device. This all happens ultra fast, and it is incredible. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or will make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple 